0: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. com slash style.
1: That which you do not hate, you will eventually tolerate. I think that identifies most people's lives in other words average becomes sort of like this slow asphyxiation it's almost like an anesthetic and that over time we become kind of immune and dulled to the average that we're becoming. You're going to get out of your life what you'll accept. That's really difficult for people, I think, to understand is, look, what you think you're worth and what you're going to tolerate is absolutely what you're going to bring into your life and what the outward part of your life's going to look like. And so I live by that. Like, I let myself sort of feel the pain and the difficulty of being not where I want to be in whatever that area is, whether it's my spirituality, my relationships, my money, I let myself feel that pain because, as you know, there's two motivators, right? There's the gaining of pleasure, right? Wanting to go get something, chasing the dream. But then there's the avoidance of pain. And for a lot of champions, that's a pretty big driving force for them. And so at least for me, I I leverage both of those things on me to get myself to take action. And I think anytime you meet somebody like yourself or myself who might now appear self-confident, it's because I really had to find tools and resources because I was so insecure and shy and introverted. So I had to find techniques and resources to build that up in me. And for me, it's very simple. It's the promises that I keep to myself. If I have a habit over and over of beginning to stack one on top of the other, of keeping promises I make to me, not other people. Most people don't give themselves enough credit all the time. They're very aware of these 20% things and not aware of the 80 right and that's why the dosage is so important too you've nailed it it should be 80 20 right because people get addicted to this I'm not good at this Uh, people don't like this about me I don't feel good instead of focusing on the 80 and stacking it up wow, I did eat what I said I was going to today I did get up when I said I was going to I made the amount of phone calls I treated people in such a way I promised myself it's not just doing those things it's rewarding it. it's being aware of it and stacking that up The minute you begin to get external in your life, worrying about what other people think about you, right? You've you've lost all control and it never fills you up. And people's admiration, people's gratitude towards you will never fill you up, it's your own, it's your own inside. And so for me, self-confidence comes from keeping the promises I make to myself and the other part of it is being aware I'm doing it. There's this thing people think that like, I'll be happy when. Once I get like this big, amazing home or once I get this car or once I get this relationship or an amount of money, then I'll allow myself some happiness. The problem is the the finish line always moves. You never arrive there, right? The other part is people think, well, if I enjoy myself now, I'm going to lose my drive. In other words, if I can just wire myself with enough pain all the time, I won't lose my drive or ambition. The truth is there's no correlation between the two at all. There's no relationship between you feeling complete pain all the time and losing drive. And so I talk about living in a state of blissful dissatisfaction. And really the best example of that would be like if you've ever, uh, I love a good meal, right? If I bite into a great piece of steak, if you're a steak eater like I am, you take that first bite, it's like complete bliss, right? There's no correlation between how great that tasted and your lack of desire for the next bite. In fact, that bliss causes you to want more of it. And so the more we can be able to reward ourselves with bliss, we're not going to lose our dissatisfaction. We're not going to lose that. And so for me, our brains, this dopamine hit you get when you do something successful. If you constantly cheat yourself out of that hit, right, biomechanically in your body, less and less in the future will you want to achieve the next level, the next dream, the next step. And that's why so many people stall out in life. They they got to a certain point and they cheated themselves out of the bliss, out of the celebration. It's important that we celebrate our wins. We celebrate our lives because it causes us to want the next bite. It keeps us hungrier, not the reverse. And so for me, I want to live in a state of being grateful and blissful now, not waiting for some future place or date that may never arise. So that's what it means for me. I play these very strange games with myself when I'm at the gym, when I'm working out I always do one extra rep, one extra set because it, it's a promise I kept to myself and here's the biggest thing, it's a pattern. It's a pattern I keep of me, I always do a little extra, I always go the extra inch and the quickest and easiest place to do it is the gym. Because i can always grab one more weight one more set and it here's what it does it shifts your identity so identity is the governor on our lives it's the invisible force that no one understands and once they do understand and get a hold of it their life can change and so not only if you don't get a hold of this will these outward conditions of your life keep being exactly the same but it's you could behave differently you could do all the work you could be thinking great thoughts but you are going to get out of your life You're going to be the most powerful force in the world i think is to be consistent with the concepts ideas and worth that you hold for yourself you will get that out of your life what you will tolerate okay the deeper part of that is identity and so identity is very much like a thermostat sitting on a wall right this is important once that temperature is set at a certain degree everything in the world externally can hit it and you will find a way to get that temperature so even in this house let's say it's set at 80 degrees If we opened up all the doors in cold air, just the worst things in life, the blizzard of life came in, the thermostat will kick the heater on and it will regulate this room back to 80 degrees. The reverse is also true. It's a super hot day. Great things are happening in your life. It's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. If you're at 80 degrees, that internal thermostat will find a way over a window of time to cool your life right back down to 80 degrees again. So the key, the secret key, is to be able to shift that identity. 90, 100, 120. So, some of the ways, strategies to do that are, are very simple. One is if I, let's just say financially, you're a 200 degree and I'm an 80 degree. If I'm in your proximity over and over and over and over again, you will heat my identity up somewhere in between mine and yours to 150 degrees. Same in fitness, same in everything. So, the more you can layer in multiple people, the stronger and stronger that force is. So that changes our thermostat through association. It's a huge, 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 huge thing. People say you are who the five people you hang around, this is why. They adjust your thermostat. That's number one. Second way you can change your identity is through doing short bursts of something in a window of time you've not done them before and they change the thermostat temperature permanently, almost like a water line in the pool. So if it's a certain in the gym, certain amount in the gym, or a certain amount of phone calls in your business, or certain amount of appointments, you make a certain amount of money, oftentimes you're never the same again. You've seen this when your own net worth. I've seen it in mine. There became a point where I made a leap in a short window. I was never really the same again. I could go back a little bit, but not back where I was before. So it's activity or successes, achievements in short bursts of time. And then our, obviously our self-confidence impacts identity too. And we've kind of covered that. Those are three quick ways. When you were starting out, you're broke. Your wife's car got foreclosed on. <laughs> your water was turned off at one yeah. point. I mean, it's like literally yeah. crazy. Yeah. How do you begin to build that? Like for real you, not in the abstract. But how did you begin to build your self-confidence when like... You're teaching people how to do something that you don't, you haven't actually done in your life. If we really go back and we look at it, I had a couple good things happen for me, um, or to me. One was, at that time, my wife did get frank with me. This is not who you are, this is not what you're about. I don't recognize this person, this is who you are. And I had a other person, to my benefit, pointing out to me the things that were great about me. Now this is gonna sound hokey, but I'm gonna give you the big one. And this is why life gives you these great tests. I had a really good friend of mine, I went to lunch and he said, I don't know who this guy is here, in front of me, and he goes, let me ask you a question, honestly, right now what are you grateful for? And at the lunch I said, jack shit, nothing brother, there's nothing good in my life right now. And I'm not exaggerating this to you when I tell you this, and this is a factual story, as I'm mouthing these words, two people walked in with an older man, both of them clearly were fighting cancer somehow both had lost their hair one of the ladies had a bonnet on and they were barely moving in both walked by our table and gave me the most warm greeting the warmest smile as a stranger and he goes that's pretty freaking pathetic you can't find anything in your life to be grateful for right now and on the drive home i'm not kidding you i started to stack gratitude i started to take inventory Because if you can find things to be grateful for in that space, man, is your life going to be rich when there really are external things to be grateful for. So my first mechanism out of that space was honestly to stack the things I was grateful for. And I started reinforcing it over and over and over again. And what happens is there's this reticular activating system in our brains, right? And all of a sudden, because that's the messaging I was giving myself, All of a sudden, all these things start to come into my awareness that I'm grateful for. I start to magnetize to myself some people that I needed to find into my life, and that was the next layer. I started to see things to be grateful for. My health, my fitness, people who loved me. And what it is, it changed my state. When I stacked gratitude, I changed what I did in the morning, and I changed what I did in the evening. And so, somehow, by grabbing control of my morning, and by grabbing control of my evening, I got some measure of control over the middle of my day. I was an out of control person back in those days, meaning this, I woke up worried, stressed, fearful, and I immediately start thinking about a bill I had to pay, something that was wrong, and I'm in a state of reaction to begin every, I'm talking within six minutes of waking up, six seconds. Most people listening to this, that's what they do. I said, I gotta grab control of my morning, and I set up routines in my morning. Maybe they served me, maybe they didn't, but they were things I could deliver on doing for myself. And so not only did that give me control over the day, but I started to stack my self-confidence, too.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello, fresh.